Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 49. And this one is centered around one of my favorite quotes of all time. And it goes like this, and it's from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are probably right. Now, if this is the first time that you're hearing this one, you might be like, wait, what? That doesn't, that doesn't even make any sense. But when you stop and really break it down, it makes a ton of sense, especially when it comes to running and particularly ultras. Now we talk about running as 90% mental and 10% physical and ultras, in my opinion, are more like 98 or 99% mental and one or 2% physical. Therefore, what you think and how you think is so important. Now, I don't remember what episode it was, but a while back I talked about how you can't believe everything that you think, especially in an ultra running scenario, because if you did, (laughs) it's likely that you wouldn't finish your run or your race, let alone take up ultra running in the first place. And learning how to think and what to think is a huge part of becoming an ultra runner. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. And that's because you're going to find or potentially make thoughts that support whatever line of thinking is happening in that moment. So let's say it's something that you really want to do. Then your brain is going to find all sorts of evidence for why you can do it. And you'll have thoughts like, I'm a natural, I've got this, this is totally in my wheelhouse, you know, like positive, uplifting thoughts, things that are going to help you get to where you want to go. But let's say you're about to start maybe a new training program and all of a sudden, all of this other stuff in your life pops up work, family, meetings, events, doctor's appointments, like all of these things. And you start to think, well, this is all too much. I can't do this. Then yeah, you're probably right. You're not going to be able to do it because you've already like written it off in your head. Your brain is already on its way to look for evidence to support the thought that you've basically solidified. So one of the areas where I see this a lot, both in myself and in my clients, is when it comes to goals and setting goals, like the process of deciding what you want to do and how you're going to go about doing it. And typically, we only reach for what we think we can achieve. We all kind of have this, you know, comfort zone, this level of uh, extension of ourselves that we feel like we can comfortably go outside of and reasonably achieve. So it can be scary to set big goals that feel like they are just way outside of that comfort zone. And it's those kind of goals, ones that I typically call big scary ones, that will bring up those thoughts of can't or, oh, I could never do that. Or that's for someone with more experience than me and so on and so forth. And if we let those thoughts just sort of run rampant, then yeah, eventually we're going to fall victim to them will bail from the goal and maybe even the thing altogether. Like this isn't necessarily just relegated to running. We're we're talking about it in a running context. So you might actually give up on the sport, the distance or the thing altogether because, you know, it's hard to constantly swim upstream 
against those kinds of thoughts. It's exhausting. (laughs) Like maybe you guys are experiencing this, maybe you have in the past, or maybe you're starting to kind of rub up against this as you set a big goal for yourself coming up for this next year. Or maybe you even set yourself a big goal for last year, for, well, this year, 2021, and you didn't achieve it. And in looking back, Maybe you're noticing some of what I'm talking about now is that you had this constant thought loop in your head of, oh, I could never do that. And so what evidence does your brain have to be able to convince you to do the things or take the steps that it's going to require to get to where you want to go? So part of this comes down to setting SMART goals for yourself. And I'm using the acronym here, and I'm kind of assuming that you guys have heard of this before, but SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely or Time Bound. Basically some parameters that you want to put around those goals to set yourself up for success. And this is actually something that we're doing inside the Winter Reboot Program right now, working on what we're going to tackle in 2022 and coming up with like smart and strategic goals and plans for how to get there. So I'm kind of getting off tangent here, but basically knowing how to set goals can really help with your mental skills and vice versa. So they really work hand in hand. And knowing how to work from where you are now, as you stand right this second, the moment you're trying to set that goal, to where you want to go three, six, nine, 12 months down the line is huge. And you have to be able to see the steps and talk yourself from one to the next, to the next, to the next, even if you feel like they're big jumps, right? Like those steps seem to be maybe a little bit further than you're comfortable with or bigger than you've ever done in the past. You have to be able to see the next step in order to talk yourself into getting there and taking the actions that are required. So again, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. So anyway, you kind of get the idea here. I'm going to be doing a whole episode on goal setting coming up and I'll go into some more detail about how to set SMART goals for yourself and kind of walk you through the process. But The other facet to this quote is the whole idea of can't versus won't. And this one gets me really fired up. (laughs) So here's uh, an unpopular opinion, but uh, nine times out of 10, when you're saying you can't do something, it's actually because you don't want to. And I was guilty of this for a long time until I sort of sat down and thought about it. Like somebody brought it to my attention. I can't remember exactly who it was, but somebody brought this to my attention and it wasn't until I sat down to think about it and then had a real sort of like come to Jesus moment with myself about what I was saying and what I actually meant. So can't and won't or don't want to, kind of the same phrase here, are two completely different things can't and won't are two completely different things. But all too often, we say that we can't because it's more socially acceptable than I don't want to, right? Like I'm calling myself out here. Like this is all stuff that I used to do. 
And can't is often a lie that we're telling ourselves or others, either because we don't want to do the thing or we don't want to work as hard as it would require to achieve the thing, we're too lazy, or any other infinite number of excuses. And I'm specifically choosing the word excuses and not reasons. So what I really had to do was reframe my thinking around can't versus won't and be honest with what I really want to do and the level of effort that it's going to take to get there to wherever it is, whether it's a running goal, a personal goal, a a work goal, whatever it is, right? It's okay not to want to do something, but that's a choice, right? It's a choice that you're making. And rather just saying can't, like own up to, I don't want to as a choice. So for example, sometimes when the subject of hundred milers comes up, people that I'm talking to will say, oh, I could never do that. (laughs) To which I always counter, well, why not? And typically they respond with like a laundry list of air quotes reasons that they can't like I have a full-time job or I have kids or we travel a lot or whatever. And honestly, again, those aren't really reasons. They're excuses um, for why they don't want to do it. And this, this is my opinion, but I believe that if you really wanted to, you would figure out a way to work around those challenges, no matter how difficult they may have presented to be on the surface. But if you really have no desire to run 100 miles, then just say that. Like, I'm certainly not in the business of trying to strong arm anyone into doing a 100 miler. A 50K, definitely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I will probably try to talk every single one of you into doing a 50K, but not a 100 miler. I mean, at least not until you've finished your 50K. <laughs> but seriously, it's not about the race, right? Like it's okay not to want to do it, just be honest about it. And this goes for everything, not just running. Kind of redefining your relationship with can't versus won't or I don't want to is huge. And this ties into something that I talk about a lot in Run Farther Faster Stronger and that we're kind of currently talking about in the winter reboot which is getting ruthless with your schedule in order to have the requisite amount of time to train for the thing that you said you wanted to do, right? Whether that's your goal race or even, you know, kind of like thinking about it outside of running, getting that promotion, going on that trip or doing whatever it is, right? Getting ruthless with your schedule in order to create time to do the things, take the steps, take the actions that are going to get you to where you want to go. But that's kind of a whole other tangent that we'll talk about in the goal setting episode. But so really what I wanted to share with you guys in this episode is this idea that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. Like, You have the power to do amazing things when you point your mind in the right direction and then keep calibrating it or recalibrating it to that ultimate destination, that goal, that place that you want to go. So for sure, there are going to be obstacles and challenges along the way. There's never going to be like the ultimate paved path without any of those things, but nothing that you can't overcome without, you know, the right attitude and basically some good old fashioned hard work and dedication. 
So if you listened to episode 45, then you'll remember my good friend and mindset coach, Alice Petzold. And I'm super excited because this weekend, Alice is presenting in the Winter Reboot program all about this stuff. So I'm really looking forward to kind of unpacking this as I start to plan out my big scary goal for 2022, which... I'm going to share with you guys in the next episode, which just happens to be the 50th episode of the She Runs Ultras podcast. I seriously can't believe that it's almost been a full year of doing this and so much has happened in that time. So to celebrate hitting this milestone, I am going to give away some Run Farther, Faster, Stronger t-shirts. And the way you enter to win is really simple. If you've gotten value from this show, if it helped you with your training, if you got a laugh out of it, or if you learned something new from any one of the experts that have come on and shared their knowledge, then leave me a review on iTunes. Okay. So just scroll through iTunes, find the show, click, leave a review. Don't just rate it by pressing the number of stars. You actually have to type out a review because how else will I know that it's you? That's your entry into the raffle basically. So I'll pick the winners next week and then announce them at the end of the 50th episode. So make sure you get those reviews in by noon Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, November 18th. And make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss the announcement of the winners of the giveaway. All right, you guys, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.